1: hello everybody and welcome back to circle time it's me kelsey and we are in the studio today for the first time well we did studio last episode with remy and alicia but this is my first solo episode in the studio so that's fun kind of weird but kind of cool i feel like i'm used to being in here and talking like with someone else and now I'm just talking with myself and Marshall, who's my producer, who's in here too. And I was like, do you care if I if I talk to you? Because if he's in here, I might as well talk to him, you know? But how's everyone doing? I hope when you're listening to this, that you're feeling good and that you're having a good day. I am having a great day. It is Friday. It's beautiful. The weather, it's been so hot here in LA and it's finally like cooled down a little bit. So that's been nice. And it's almost the weekend. How exciting. And when you're listening to this, it's Thursday, so it's almost the weekend then too. So it's still just as exciting. I have had a pretty good week. I actually really wanted to talk about this because it's been making me kind of sad. <laughs> I like how I said I have a I've had a good week, and then I'm gonna talk about something that's made me sad. But for any dog parents out there, I don't know if this is normal, but my dog Chili, I have a, he's almost three. Okay, so he's about to be 21 years old. I kind of want to throw him a 21st birthday party where like I black out <laughs> and Chili is just like in another room, you know, but that could be fun. But so he's almost three and he wants nothing to do with me right now. Like he's like growing out of his like he's like he's like a, like a grown up now and he like he wants to sleep in. He doesn't want to leave the bed. He, like, locks himself in our room and doesn't want to come downstairs. And I'm just wondering if that's normal or if I did something to upset him. (laughs) Because, like, what the hell? He's, like, he's my sweet little boy. And now he wants nothing to do with me. And, like, what am I even going to do when I'm an actual mother? First of all, will I even love my kids the same amount that I love chili? You know, that's a whole other thing. But every day this week he's just been hiding in our room. Is he scared of the kittens? I don't think so because when he comes downstairs he's so excited to see them. Does he hate me? Is he just getting older? I don't know. It's been making me really sad because I don't want to make his life miserable by these by with by having these two like kittens and I'm scared that that's the problem but he really seems to like them. So I don't think it's that, but I feel really bad. And it's all I've been thinking about lately because like, but then he snuggles me. Sorry. I'm just like going stream of consciousness right now. It's like stressing me out. I think he's just getting older, but that has been a main struggle this week for me is like trying to get Chili to love me again. I don't think he doesn't love me, but I just don't think he like cares anymore. Like I'm old news, you know, I'm just his lame mom who like makes really high-pitched sounds around him and like squeezes his ears too hard, probably. But that's that. His birthday's coming up, the big two one. It's next week, the day before mine. So I want to have a joint party. (laughs) Oh my God. God, I've never sounded, sounded more basic, honestly. But as we know, I am basic. So it's fine. It's fine. But... I mean, I want to have a joint birthday party with my dogs. Like, where does that leave me in life? I don't know. But it would be so much fun. 21st, the big 2-1, and I'm turning 29. Is that not the most disturbing thing you've ever heard in your entire life? 29? Really? Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm having a moment. I keep having these moments. Normally, 29. Like, normally, ages don't bother me. I'm like, age is just a number. Look how sprightly and youthful I am, you know? But 29, this is the last time I turn a number in the 20s. Like, that is crazy. That is so insane. Marshall, how old are you?
0: 24.
1: Oh, Marshall's 24. (laughs) Oh, my God. But
0: 25 next week.
1: (gasps) Yeah. When's your birthday?
0: The 20th.
1: Did we talk about this?
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe briefly.
1: Oh, my God. My birthday is the 24th.
0: But you are famously not a Virgo.
1: I am not a Virgo. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I'm very much a Libra.
0: <laughs> but that's better for you.
1: It's, it, well, it fits. I'm the most indecisive person in the world. So like, that's the only thing I know about <laughs> Libras. And I know that that's true.
0: Well, happy birthday. early birthday. Same to you. Thank you.
1: Well, Marshall's almost 25. And I like, actually am jealous. Like, God. well, okay. I don't want to be 25 again. No offense, Marsh. But like, <laughs> I don't want to be in that phase of my life. I'm in the phase of life that I feel like I should be in. Like, I'm not having any, like, crisis about that. It's more just, like, life is just moving really quickly, and that's starting to stress me out. Wait, when does this podcast come out? On the 23rd? 24th? No, 22nd? 22nd, okay. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Okay, so, yeah, my birthday's on the 24th. But I think I'll be fine. It's just, like, a weird... It's just a weird... Like, your 20s are so huge. Like, so many different things happened to me in my 20s. Everything happened in my 20s, you know? So, I just feel like I'm closing such a huge chapter. And then it's like, I'm turning 29. I'm getting married. Like, all these things are happening. And it's just like, I'm starting to feel, like, really grown up. And that is scary because I also feel like I'm still 19. So, Oh my God, sorry to just dump all of that on you guys at the beginning of the episode, but that's what I'm feeling, okay? So, and this is a safe space. So we're just talking about our feelings. That is really what's been going on this week. Also, big news, washed my hair this week. So you could say we're having a pretty solid week. Our water heater was broken. So my showers were very quick. And I'm clearly a curly girl. So I don't really wash my hair that often because it's not good for curly hair, but I try, you know, I still do it occasionally. I wanna be able to choose not to do it. I don't wanna have like be forced not to wash my hair, you know? So I couldn't wash my hair. So it was just, I was just a slick back bun girl for the last like two weeks. Is that disgusting? I don't know, but I finally washed my hair today because we like I could take a longer shower than like four seconds. And I'm feeling, feeling pretty fresh, pretty fresh and clean, still getting used to the curly girl routine, you know, but this is like the most I've ever committed to like embracing my curly hair. And I am really actually really loving it. Like now when I see myself with curly hair compared to straight hair, I kind of prefer the curly. I mean, I don't know. Now I'm like staring at this picture of me on the circle time promo where my hair is like done and kind of professionally curled and i am kind of liking that i'll get back there one day i'll do it again but it's been nice to be a curly girl and not like feel super insecure so that look at that look at me turning 29 and finally being able to accept the fact that i've had curly hair for 29 years okay when i say for 29 years that sounds weird <laughs> that's too many years that's okay that's okay we're not going to get too much more into that but that; those are the main things that, that have been happening this week. Cody's sister is visiting, so we've been taking her around L.A. And she hasn't been to L.A. since she was, like, a child. Mm-hmm. So everything, I'm kind of, like, seeing L.A. through fresh eyes. And it's really nice. And it, like, helps you remember to be thankful. You know, I'm, like, I've lived here my entire life, so I am just so used to everything. But seeing, like, how exciting it really is and like seeing it through fresh eyes like makes me really appreciate it so yeah it's been a solid week and now I'm in studio recording my podcast so it's just amazing speaking of you know things that have happened this week we can talk about pop culture stuff I have my cards with me and we're gonna I I there's only a couple things written on here so we'll see what it is but it's, it won't be too long today on the pop culture boat. Here we go. Ready? I'm mixing them up. I'm picking one. Blake Lively's pregnant. This podcast is just all about pregnancy announcements. <laughs> I announced Chrissy Teigen was pregnant. None of them are exclusives, by the way. Like, people have known about this now for, like, a week and a half. But, like, it's totally fine. Blake Lively's pregnant. If you somehow have not heard, her and Ryan Reynolds are having their fourth child together. They have... Shit, it's happening again. I didn't do enough research. (laughs) They have three kids. I know they have, oh, they have three girls. They have three girls. They have three girls. Sorry to all the Taylor Swift fans out there. Obviously, I know their names. James, Betty, and Inez are the three girls because Taylor Swift incorporates their names into songs. Or she did. And one of their children actually is the intro of Gorgeous. If for any Taylor Swift fans out there, where it says Gorgeous at the beginning. That's one of Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' children saying that. So they're having another one. And I wonder if it's going to be a boy or a girl. That would be fun to have a little boy in the mix, I feel like, for them. But also, like, if you have three girls, you might as well have four. You, You won't have to get a single new thing for them so many good hand-me-downs. But I guess if they're a boy, you can use the hand-me-downs too, so it doesn't really matter. But I guess some boy energy might be good in the house for Ryan Reynolds, maybe. I don't know. I love talking about these people like I know them and I just have, will never know them. But yeah, I'm excited for them because I can only imagine that they make beautiful children. We don't really see their faces very often, but... But anyway, so I've looked at picture. I've seen one picture of them because I think Blake Lively posted something about it and they, the children are beautiful. And they were on the red carpet, not the red carpet, when Ryan Reynolds got his like star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that, and the kids were, I think there were like two at the time. They, I saw them then and they're really cute. Okay, okay. I'm, in, I'm done talking about how cute everyone's kids are, but I'm excited for the boy. I am curious to know how Taylor Swift is gonna incorporate the this new child's name into a song because it would be really fucked up for her to not do that. Like that poor kid will always feel so left out. So she needs, to, she needs to incorporate that one. And I'm excited for them. They keep popping him out and I love that. I am all, I'm here for it. She's young. She's like 35 maybe, something like that. She's crushing it. And he is hot and so is she. So keep having babies. And that's all I really have to say on that. And that's really all I'm gonna talk about in the pop culture world today because we have an exciting day. Well, it's always exciting at circle time, but I started our voicemail and we didn't answer any voicemail questions on the podcast last week. And basically for story time, I want to, I wanted you guys to be able to like call in and explain kind of your situation or your story or whatever it is. So I can hear your voice and it could just be a little bit more interactive. So I posted the voicemail on my Instagram story and some people left some voicemails. And I have not heard any of these voicemails. Marshall has chosen a couple for me to blind react to and blind answer for our story time. And I feel like that's the way to go. I'm very excited. So let's begin our story time. Hi, my need for advice is I know you mentioned it in a
0: previous podcast that you had some experience with feeling unphotogenic in photos, which first of all, I totally disagree with. You are so beautiful, but I feel like I have that issue. And anytime any person takes a photo of me, I feel like I just look like a complete goblin. So what's some of your advice on maybe poses or ways to become confident in photos?
1: Oh boy. Well, we are working through this one together. That's a really good question. I have talked about how I don't feel very photogenic and I don't really know why that is. And I really just try to, okay. I do kind of know why that is. Someone did tell me once that I wasn't photogenic and I think like that really sticks with you, but we've, that's in the past, you know, I've definitely moved on since then, but for poses, that is something I actually am very bad at. Like I I don't, couldn't, I truly couldn't help you with that. I'm working on that myself. I feel like, sorry, what I've tried to do when it comes to taking pictures and liking the pictures after I take them. First of all, I do a lot of like candid pictures. I feel like that's the way to go. If you have like a few like safe, like people who you trust around you just be like, oh, if you think the lighting is good, like, can you just take a couple pictures? And like, just where you don't even know they're taking the pictures because the minute I see someone's taking a picture of me, it like, I just tense up and I get really nervous and uncomfortable. So like, just maybe like a couple candid pictures might help you feel a little bit more confident. And then once you start seeing some pictures that you like, you'll start to feel more comfortable. I also think like, if you're confident in the way you look outside of a picture that's really what's most important. And like remind yourself be like I know I look good. These pictures are going to these pictures are just a reflection of exactly how I look right now and I know I look good right now. So that is what it is. I think what we do is we see a picture of ourselves and we start to like zoom in and look at different areas and you notice like you notice that like your thumb looks kind of weird, but then you see someone else's picture like who's doing the exact same thing and you don't think it's weird. Like I feel like we're just always so much harder on ourselves when we see like pictures of ourselves, but you have to take the confidence that you feel outside of the pictures and be like, that is the same person as in this photo. I know I look good outside, so I look good in this picture. And don't like, don't stare too much at it. Like, you know, when you stare at a word for too long and then all of a sudden it starts to look weird. I feel like it's the same thing with pictures. So just don't be too hard on yourself. If you, if there's just like a good energy in the picture, you like your outfit, whatever it is, like just toss it up because you're going to get so much like positive feedback that you're going to be like, wow, why did I overthink that? I almost didn't post that picture and everyone loves it. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be, it's just, a, it's truly just a reflection of what you look like. And it's not, you do not need to like focus too much on like nitpicking it. That's what really helps me when it comes to pictures because I can find an issue with everything. But there's no point in that. Because you're beautiful. And that's my answer. Okay, what's the next one? Hey, Kelsey. Hey. It's so weird
0: of you to not pick up the phone. I'm sorry. That's fine. I'll leave a message. <laughs> so listen, I need some advice. There's this girl. Apparently she hates my guts. And I'm upset about it because the only reason she hates my guts is none other a reason than a boy. And it's kind of upsetting to see that us as a society allow boys to get in between the relationships of us as girlies like We should be sticking together and blossoming together But anyway, the story goes that She thinks that her boyfriend Cheated on her with me In reality, he made it seem as though we known each other throughout their relationship When he was just a fan of mine He followed me on Instagram, but I didn't follow him back We'd never interacted until after they broke up And I didn't even realize they had broke up, you know So I was definitely approaching it With a respectful attitude I didn't meet him until after they had broken up like months after but they were still in contact because men are manipulative but anyway i just need some advice on a way to reach out to her that doesn't seem petty just to clarify everything and to regain and rekindle and also to heal because although we weren't close i do think that we both deserve the closure because turns out that men aren't shit of course so yeah let me know what you think and let me know what i should do also i'm obsessed with the podcast
1: (laughs) bye kelsey talk to you later Wow, that really just feels like friends chatting. I love that. Well, I'm sorry for your situation, but thank you for the nice message at the end there. And let's get into it. So I think like, you know, men, men aren't shit. Is that what you said? Because it it sometimes, a lot of times is proven to be true. Not all the time, but you know, we have to learn the hard way. And I feel like sometimes... Other women are made so to feel so insecure by these other by these relationships, and instead of and they tend to take it out on like their surrounding relationships, aka like why she kind of quote unquote hates your guts. But really, like, I think how to approach the situation is to, I mean, just the way that you like explained it to me was very not petty and nice and I just feel like you have to talk to her like a friend and be like listen my relationships with women around me are more important than like some guy who didn't mean anything and I would rather us try to like find something positive out of this negative that this man caused I am not the kind of person that would do that. Explain to her like what you explained to me timeline wise. And then just say like, why don't we meet for coffee or like, let's just, let's meet up and talk about it because I feel like, like I said, we should find some positive out of this and be friends because why not? You know, trauma bonding, (laughs) like you guys both had to deal with this mother effer. And now maybe Out of it can come a beautiful friendship instead of like this weird tension between people that's not necessary. So just be honest and reach out and just try and explain your side of the story. That's really all you can do. You can't control how she's going to react and it might not be very positive at first. Who knows? It might not be very positive and then in the future she will come back and be like, you were right. I'm sorry. I don't know why I just got, I just felt weird and I was in a weird spot and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like, Clearly it's bothering you that this relationship between you and this girl is kind of like tarnished for no reason. And I'm sure that she feels similarly. And if she doesn't right now, she will in the future. So I feel like take the high road, reach out and just be honest and state the facts and tell her how you feel that you want to be friends, you know, something really good could come of this. So you got it. Just reach out. It's going to be great. Okay.
0: Hi, Kelsey. My name is Victoria. I'm from Chicago. I have a feeling that my boyfriend is going to be proposing soon, and Mm. I am extremely low-key, high-key freaking out. Uh, What do you suggest I do in preparation for that? Because uh, we're overthinking, girly. Love you. Bye.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, exciting, Victoria. So exciting. Okay. So, (laughs) I like I'm an overthinking girly as well, like big time, like sometimes a lot of times to a fault, but I will tell you, and I think when it came to my proposal, I also was an overthinking girly. I mean, there was like about a year there where I was convinced, like, like every, like anything I did, I was convinced I was about to be proposed to. Okay. Like walk, like walking outside to get the mail. I was like, it's gonna happen right now. And it just like wasn't really happening. So I would say like, if you have a feeling it's gonna happen, that's amazing. And in order to prepare, I just feel like this is a situation where really at the end of the day, you want to just be in the moment and be somewhat surprised, you know? And so I feel like if you start overthinking like exactly like overthinking everything you know it's just gonna get it's not gonna be about the engagement anymore it's just gonna be about like how you do your nails and I think like if you think it's gonna happen sure go get your nails done if it doesn't happen though it doesn't happen and that's okay but like when it comes to preparation I I would just say like just there's no way that you can prepare for it. As much as you think like, listen, when I got engaged, I was wearing this stupid ass coat, this stupid ass fucking sweater. And like, would I have chosen to wear that sweater if I knew I was gonna get engaged? Probably not. But at the same time, like, now that sweater is so special to me. And it like is a funny little tidbit from the day, you know? like you as much as you try to prepare you're never actually going to be prepared in that exact moment so like instead of thinking about the millions of things that you could do what you're going to wear how you're going to do your hair how you're going to do your nails like get a manicure toss something on that you would wear regardless that you think is cute and just like be in the moment like if you're getting engaged a lot of times not all the time but these are one it's a one and only thing and it's a really special moment so like don't worry about what you've done to prepare just be in the moment with your partner and I think that nothing else will matter even if something wasn't exactly how you imagined it clothing wise or hair or whatever at least you had that moment with your future husband so that's all that matters
0: I want to ask for advice on the topic of jealousy because I struggle with random attacks of jealousy not because I'm fearing to be cheated on by my partner but more of him meeting someone more exciting than me. And I somewhat know that it comes from my own insecurities but I just want to know if you ever struggle with jealousy in any form and how do you handle it?
1: This is a good question. I totally think that what you're feeling is very normal. I've definitely struggled with stuff like that myself. I think it's really easy to compare, to be really hard on yourself and what you're doing and like you're not doing enough or you could be doing more. You compare like your lowest to someone else's highest. You know what I mean? And you see someone else and you're like, oh, well, they're doing all this stuff and my partner would be so much happier with them. But You know, at the end of the day, first of all, those people, I always have to remind myself that like we're all human and like people to compare yourself to someone else like you, you only know half of what they go through every single day. And I think we all struggle with a lot of very similar things, but you're only you're comparing yourself like that. You know, that quote, that's like comparing yourself to someone's like highlight reel or whatever it is. I think that's very true think a lot of the times like you don't think about all you're comparing yourself to is just the high points of this person's life and your low points. And it's just not fair because everything is fluctuating. And you know, like your partner is with you for a reason. They're choosing you. When you're like in a relationship with someone, you're both choosing each other for great reason. And so I think that just because someone is doing something that you think is better than whatever you're doing. First of all, that's not the case. You're just, it's easier to like be hard on yourself and forget about all the amazing things that you do every single day. But I just think you need to like, and I've, I've had to work really hard on this, but like you need to cut your partner more slack. Like they're not just going to like drop you at the drop you right away just because someone like did something that you think is cool. You know, like, They're choosing to be with you and they want to be with you. So instead of like feeling down about what you feeling down about yourself, cut yourself some slack and feel proud of who you are and like remind yourself that you are where you're supposed to be and you have a partner who is who wants to be with you and grow together like you guys like continue to grow in that relationship and I and just like don't it's trust me it's like easier said than done because I know I struggle with this too but like try to remind yourself of how amazing you are and not what you just need to work on all the time and you will grow even more it's gonna be okay it's very normal that's my advice
0: Hi, Kelsey. My name's Kate, and I just wanted to say I literally love the podcast so much. I won't go on too much about it, but every single episode makes me feel so warm inside, Mm -hmm. and I literally sit down and do journal time with you. I absolutely love it so much. Kate. My question is that my boyfriend and I have been together for three years, and it's the longest-term relationship that I've ever been in. So I'm not used to being with someone as you're, like, growing together and i think that we've started to lose like some common interests and i just wanted to know what you suggest you can do in a relationship to reconnect especially when it's long term and you guys can kind of fall apart or fall into your own routines and kind of forget about each other how do you like reset reconnect and like find new things in common
1: okay the classic three-year rut. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's like, I feel like that happens. That is like so, that is something that happens in a lot of relationships. I've experienced that myself. Something that I always try to stick to is first of all, like making time for like actual dates. I think that that's really important. Not like if you don't want to like go to a restaurant or whatever it is, like just like, coming up with like a picnic or just cooking together or just doing something together that like making time to for one another you know and maybe sometimes that is like dressing up and just kind of like like I even recently like Cody and I hadn't like gone out to a restaurant so long and we just recently like dressed up and like went out to dinner and we were both sitting there and we were like wow this is so nice we haven't done this in so long I just think like doing those things and having some sort of like once a week thing that's special for just the two of you just like just to spend time together is really helpful and when it comes to like new interests or changing interests or whatever it is it's really important to if your partner is important to you then their interests are should be important to you also and that's not you don't necessarily have to go like full swing you know like if they're into something you don't have to like pretend that you like love that thing but you can show them that you love them by showing like some sort of interest in it like if your partner picked up like Cody Cody did his ultra marathon right remember how I talked about that I'm not a runner like I'm barely an athlete at all but like I started joining him at the end of his runs and like running for like 10 minutes with him or like going on a hike every once in a while with him just to like, I don't know, kind of like experience what he's experiencing and understanding why, like what he's doing. I think like when you kind of step outside of yourself and try to understand like why your person is into that sort of thing, that also really helps. And cause like it opened my mind to so much and like, I've gotten into stuff that I didn't think I would get into just because I was trying to be supportive of him. And I feel like, and vice versa with stuff that I'm into. And so I think that like just showing some sort of an interest and kind of like even just hearing your partner talk about something that they're really excited about can make you more excited. So I feel like they, like that can help bring you guys closer in another way as well which is great. And then maybe while you're learning about what they're into and you're telling them what you're into, you can like come up with something you can do. That's kind of new for the both of you. Like just going to some sort of like cooking class or I don't know, like renting a bike. I don't know if I would ever want to do that, <laughs> but like, you, like I I'm trying to think of just di- just different things like anything just trying something new together. Like, oh, have you ever gone to this? No, I haven't. Okay, neither have I. Let's both just try it out and see. Doing that kind of stuff really helps. And I think like that way, you can never say you didn't try, you know? And I think it's really important and it just opens your eyes to so much and you learn so much about your partner and you can understand where they're coming from and maybe it won't be as weird and it's more of a thing that you can like experience together in in your own special way. But I think it's normal and don't worry too much about it. Okay. Well, there we have it. Our first little voicemail session. That's so much fun. It's so much fun to hear your voices. I feel like a lot of times I struggle like with like posting on YouTube or even like self-promoting the podcast and stuff because I feel like it's just going into a void. But when I get to hear like you guys and your voices and like put a voice like just put like a name or a face or a voice to you guys. It really like, it means a lot to me. So thank you for listening and thank you for sending in your voicemails and I'll post the link again, but feel free to send in voicemails whenever you want. Hopefully we can answer them. Okay. Wow. Well, there's our story time, which means we have one more time to do whatever that means. And that is journal time. And you know, I love journal time. And when I was writing the prompts on my cards this time, I was like, I feel like I'm, I didn't even really know the answers myself. So we're going to get through it together. So we're going to do, let's do one, maybe two. And I don't know which one's which, so it'll be a surprise. Here we go. Okay. Oh God. Top 10 list of words that best describe you. (laughs) Damn it. I didn't want to do that one. Okay. So, everybody out there, apparently you guys are journaling along, which I really love. So, try to think of the top 10 words that best describe you. And you know what? You can send them to me because I want to know what you guys think about yourselves. And, like, let's think of like nice words, maybe some positive words. And we can be honest with ourselves too, you know, that's healthy, but let's be kind to ourselves. And that is a reminder to me as well before I make this list, but the top 10 list of words that best describe you, Kevin, my brother, if you're listening, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to start out with number one because I'm really bad at starting with number 10. Okay. Number one, funny, (laughs) I think I'm funny. I don't know, I let me make myself laugh a lot. So I would say, funny is number one. This is really hard, but this is an important exercise for all of us out there because we need to love ourselves. Funny, I think I'm very loyal, number two. I'm gonna say number three is honest. I like to be honest with those around me And myself and like what I'm going through. Four. Is. (laughs) Number four on the list of top 10 words that best describe me is fun. (laughs) I'm a blast. Obviously. (laughs) If you're not asleep right now, (laughs) I swear I'm fun. Number five easygoing me easy breezy oh my god so easygoing <laughs> i'm just kidding I, I am pretty easygoing like i'm pretty go with the flow i'm also number six nervous <laughs> i'm a. am nervous a lot okay i am thinking about everything that could happen while i'm standing somewhere while i'm doing something i'm overthinking so nervous slash overthinking is number six Number seven, we're going to go in with smart. I think I'm smart for the most part. I think, I'm, I think I'm very like street smart and book smart about certain things. Okay. Number eight, kind. I'm kind. I love being kind to people. I think it's really important to be kind to those around you. No matter what the same time number nine, I maybe this falls into like no, I would say I I don't know the word that would describe this, but I like to stick up for myself like I let's go with number nine, no nonsense. <laughs> no nonsense, okay? if you I will stick up for myself in a situation where I think I'm being treated, not the way that a human deserves to be treated. Or if someone's taking advantage of me or those I love might fall under the loyal thing. I would never be mean to someone because I don't think that that is the right way to handle situations. But I know maybe this is number 10. I How do I put this? I'm very like aware. I'm very, I know like who to trust and who not to trust. Does that make sense? Like I have a good like gauge on people. What would be a word for that? Intuitive. That's a good word. I'm very intuitive when it comes to those around me. And I, this might fall under what number nine was, but like if I, someone's not a good person, I won't give them my whole self. Does that make sense? I would never not be kind, but I, I'm i a little bit like, I protect myself, I feel like sometimes, which I don't know if that's always a good thing. So now you you guys just learned a lot about who I am and maybe about who you are. And I hope that that was a helpful journal time, maybe a little therapeutic for us, a little eye opening, if you will, a little enlightening. And that's what we do here at circle time. We enlighten. And that brings me to our final task, our quote of the day. And I have to grab my phone because the quote of the day is in my phone and I just just realized that that was the case. Okay, here it is. Often when you think you're at the end of something, you're at the beginning of something else. Fred Rogers said that and there we have it. And I really feel like that's really important. I feel like I've talked to a lot of people these days who are ending certain chapters of their life and that's really scary, whether it's relationship or job or whatever it is and it's really scary but you have to remember that that just means that something another door is opening something even better that's meant for you is coming so you gotta remember that and that's where we're gonna leave it boom another episode of circle time done please don't forget to give this five stars and a good rating or that is a rating a good little write a little something if it's nice and you liked this episode (laughs) And thank you for listening to Circle Time. And I'll see you next time. Circle Time.